9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Welcome to a brand new episode of Go Plug Yourself. This week, Chris and I welcome Raquel and Elspeth representing LadyFest 2022. If you don't know what LadyFest is, well, you're in for a treat. LadyFest is a celebration of funny people. Uh, LadyFest will feature celebrators and collaborators of ladies and allies to the cause. It's going to be a great comedic event. Uh, it's going to kick off with the stand-up St. Henry uh, in the St. Henry Montreal Improv, and then most of it is going to take place at the Diving Bell Social Club. There's all kinds of events. If you want to check it out, I really, really implore you to check out LadyFest on Facebook. That seems to be the place to get the most up-to-date information on the shows that are happening. There's going to be improv. There's going to be stand-up. There's going to be storytelling. There's going to be a dance party. It's going to be the best. So sit back and enjoy the show with Elspeth and Raquel. Go plug yourself and go plug Lady. Fest 2022. Two, one, hit it. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. It's time for another Go Plug Yourself podcast. Hey, Chris. Buddy. We haven't done the show together in a while. It's because you've been fucking busy. I'm it's sorry, a, you know what happens here. though is I'm always Constance. like I post in the group thread. Yo, you didn't even think comedy existed if you if Keith you didn't come to nobody's JFL show. I was out of town. Oh, I'm in Nashville. Pick a leave a message. <laughs> I did you? Uh, look, I did a bunch of JFL podcasts. Is that the reason we had that Lasso concert? It was because you went to Nashville and you and Sarah went to Nashville and all of a sudden we have a country music scene. Yep. Sorry, we didn't go to Influencer. Nashville. We didn't go to Nashville. We went to South Dakota. I went to That's De- the same. I went to Deadwood. <laughs> I went to actual Deadwood. Still a lot of gambling. Ashwood. That just no, Deadwood. Sounds like Deadwood. Deadwood. Oh. Deadwood. Like from the show. Oh. You know, like. No, with, I don't know. You don't know the show, Ian McShane. I know the show. Deadwood. I didn't watch the show. Yeah, it's a good show. You'd like it. Uh, but yeah, Is no. Western. Yeah. I won't like it. Sarah also hates westerns, but she doesn't mind it because it's more like it's like a, it's Sarah's got, married to you. She's being polite. No, <laughs> it's because it has that like political backstabbery of Game of Thrones built into it. Speaking of, you don't watch Dragons. I right? didn't watch House of Dragons. You know that we talked earlier today. Okay, famously, uh, people hate this part of podcast where the, the banter. just banter. We catch up. So let's introduce Chris our guests. Chris and I today. haven't seen each other all summer. Listener, come on, this is for us. Yeah, but if you go on Reddit right now, this is the problem with podcasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. threads. They're like, no one's tuning in for the hosts. Lady Fest is around the corner. <laughs> take them so seriously. By the way, this is a fucking podcast. This isn't a fucking podcast. Nobody cares. There's no reason to go on Reddit and talk about the shitty, lame podcast you listen to that have maybe 1,400 listeners. We don't even have ad reads for this show. Why do people care? Lady Fest. Lady Fest is around the corner. Yay. Yeah. If we can, we'll close, they kind of <laughs> have to ladies. Right? You're here to represent LadyFest. You got your facts. She's hosting. She's, she's producing two shows okay. at LadyFest. Mm-hmm. She's not responsible for the entire festival, of course. That's true. But ladies and gentlemen, Elspeth Wright is here. <laughs> Hello. But, and Raquel. And Raquel. Hang on. M- mestre. This is the whitest Muy you've ever bien. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Pow, pow. Raquel, you're... Are, I was gonna. I know you're definitely performing at uh, Tales of Gender Affirmation, but are you also anywhere behind the scenes? Yes, I am co-producing okay. Tales with Alo. Okay. And I will also be performing at Stand Up San Henry. Oh. Yes. So also also production and friend of the show Alo Asimov. Friend of the show Alo yeah. Asimov. 
Uh, Santa, I always, I always try to have the like someone coming on from Lady Fest because I think it's an important festival. I think it's important to the scene. I'm glad that you both could make it today. Yeah, thanks for having us. On my way here, I was thinking the first time I ever did this podcast was uh, when I was on Lady Fest back in 2019. Back with the pr- the last Lady Fest. Yeah, the last, well, the last Lady Fest. Live yeah, Lady no, the Fest. last, yeah, the yeah, last yeah. one. I think was was there not Lady Fest during the pandemic? There was one last year for sure. There was a unless I there was a, maybe I a hybrid of some variety. I mean, all the festivals, every festival. Yeah, last year, but I, I don't. I remember. I have to. Ask. We gotta ask some. We gotta go to the top. We gotta ask the people. The, at the website top. hasn't been updated since 2019. Okay. Yeah. So I don't. Uh, I think might, this is the first the one story. since 2019. Yeah, there might have been. There maybe were like. I should have done events, my homework. Uh, Instagram <laughs> story. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, so what's up? What's up this year? What what is the what's the what's the news? What's the happening? What's the? It's a good way to lead it off. What's right, the how vibe? are how are you guys looking forward? Okay. I guess. Wow, how are you guys, Chris? As oh we're here to talk God. about <laughs> lady how Chris, a piece so of shit. <laughs> you know what's funny? Wow. Elsa has me on her show on Tuesdays at St. Henry. Uh huh. Because and you're she's like, Chris, just noted. You know, don't be you, and you'll be fine. <laughs> That's li- I would never say that. I'm Chris knows that I That's love him my, my so booster. much. My, like one of my only fans. She's like, <laughs> she's like Chris. Remember, I, I, I told everyone you're an ally. So just, asshole. I told yeah, everyone you're an asshole. Yeah, just, just act like it for the love of God. Oh, well, the last just time, Raquel, the first time I did with you, that was a, it was a great night. The last it time, was. last time I did El Special, always also a great night. But there was uh, a young person uh, who. Oh no! That that was a terrible in show. The front row. I'm being polite. Yeah. <laughs> front row, passed out as soon as I got on stage. Passed which out. Which was impossible not to laugh at. Yeah, it was because the whole show had just been like stand up. St. Henry is usually really really fun, and like I feel like it's a nice, safe, fun space. It is. That was the worst one by far. It was just the vibe was off. It was I hot. was off. It was hot outside. It was hot. Everyone did it. Like at the end of the show. Uh, Chris, Sean Stenhouse, and Brad McDonald like had to talk me off a bridge. Basically, I was just like, "Why do I do this? This is the worst thing." And Amanda McQueen was there, and if you remember, yeah. a, 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 a lovely lady, yeah. passed by us at one point and tried to instill, shall we say, uh, the power of Christ in yeah. all of us. And it was right. quite hilarious because if you've met Brad McDonald, uh, Brad McDonald <laughs> is awkward and on his most comfortable and a man days. of God. Uh, no, but no. He, he wouldn't go along with even the like the the illusion of the bit. Yeah, he <laughs> Which, was just not happy. And it. yeah, and like you know when you're facing an old lady with a very clear message to send, just just go with the bit. This is this is I feel this you learned this uh, growing up in an Italian household where you're just like you just go with the old whatever the old lady's saying you roll with it. Well, if there's a person that you're talking to who's like trying to god chain you, yeah. yeah. The quickest way to resolve it is to say, "I love Jesus." Yeah, 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 yeah. of course, of course. And you walk the power away. of Christ. See you later. Power, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it started. It started because she was trying to she tell me vape, to stop right? vaping. Oh. And so, like, yeah. she already had. Vaping she is. already lost me because I love my vape. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus doesn't want you to vape, and you're like, yeah. "Well, right off the bat, it's like God we have gave some you problems. this body." She just wants and I was like, like oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was actually a marble salesman. Smoke a pack of cigarettes like a God-fearing yeah. person. Come on. Now. Yeah. It's like, how about these Paul Malls? <laughs> Raquel, how long have you uh, been doing stand-up now? It's a very uh, late question to ask. Well, okay. it's, it's, it's been al- almost a year. Okay. Almost a okay. year. And uh, I actually did my first show at Tales of Gender Affirmation. Okay. Nice. Uh, last October. And... It's been a fun ride, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, pretty cool to like get to 
help Allo producing this this edition, which will make, I think, the one-year anniversary mm -hmm. of the show. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're super excited about it. I have a question. How? Well, like, describe what part. So I'm just like you said, a year. And a year is like we're just coming out of the pandemic. So is it like stand-up was something you wanted to do? And then you were like, things are opening up and you're like, now, because it's opening up? Or was it like something that grew inside of like, was it a pandemic aspiration? Or was it always something that you wanted to do? Or is it something that kind of like grew from the isolation of pandemic? I'm just wondering where the like, it's just, it's a very particular time. Like things started opening up and you're like, now is the time. Was it with anything to do with pandemic or am I like reading? Um, I had always been a fan okay. of it and always went to see shows in Spain yeah. or other parts of Canada when I lived there. But I guess that as uh, we were slowly getting out of the lockdown, mm -hmm. uh, there were more opportunities and like... Um, I knew Alo, and Alo encouraged me mm -hmm. to give it a try. Alo's and a here we are. Yeah, I was gonna say Alo's a great supporter. I think. Yes, uh, Alo's like, the best. Definitely someone you want to have in your corner. Like, <laughs> and I just like to say, I f I find it hilarious, Keith, with the amount of comedians that you've interviewed in your life that you found a, a an even weirder way to just flat out ask, "How long have you been doing stand up, and why did you choose stand up?" No, but it's just like it was it took like you forty <laughs> seconds to ask that. No, but it's because she was like, "I started October last year," and I was like, "October last year was when everything was opening." So I was wondering mm. if you were like, "It's now or never." I don't She's know. Like, he doesn't like, have me on. I know. That's what I was wondering. I had a legit question. <laughs> felt like. <laughs> felt like. <laughs> So why stand? Why you, I also have another question. Have you ever uh, performed uh, yet in Spanish? If you're saying that you're like a fan in Spain. Not yet. Not yet? Not yet. I mean, I have half a joke in Spanish. Okay. That one, I've, <laughs> I've performed it. Okay. But not yet. Uh, there's, there's not a lot of uh, shows in Spanish in uh, the city. There's enough. one that is going to start soon. Oh. I'll check it out. But no, so far... Only in English. Okay. This might, this might be a bit of a, a weird question, but do you think your joke's up in Spanish and then have to translate them oh. to English? How does that work for you? What's it's like the a writing process, process question. Mm. And, yeah. But, like, what is the, like, how do you think of the joke? Because, like, we all think of a joke in our own language. That's what, that's what we know. So is it, wait, this is your, if I'm correct, yeah. this is your second language English, right? Exactly. So how do, you how do you, like, process the joke in your head first? Do you process it in Spanish or is it in English? So I have a big problem, and it is that I think of the jokes in broken English first. Okay. <laughs> so they lose if I translate it into Spanish, but it's also a bit of a struggle to make them work in English. No, yeah, like, because a lot of the stand-up comedy that uh, I watch is in English, mm -hmm. and... I do most of my life in English. Sorry, François Lego. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ooh, I, I think... coming up. I, the ideas come to me in English. Yeah. And if I had to, to prepare a set in Spanish, I, I would have to work a bit on it. Yeah. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, well, I remember like when, <coughs> like when Walter did his stint in French comedy... Where he was like, easy, I'll like, just translate the jokes. Then he's like, that's not no. how that works. Mm -mm. <laughs> like, he immediately was like, oh, I need to rework all the timing, all the delivery. Sometimes the premise just doesn't work because there's wordplay yes. or whatever. And it just like, it goes out the window. Like, I find the styles really different too. Like, a while, like last year I did a show 
it was a bilingual show, but a lot of the French comedians were doing their sets in English because they were taping like Winnipeg Comedy Festival submissions. Okay. And it was just like, like the English was great. Like they were fully bilingual, but like it was English. It was like, they, yeah, they just like translated their jokes from yeah. French. And it was like, this is, I can see how it would work in French, but it just like was weird in English because yeah. the style was just like different from our style. I don't know. It was interesting, but yeah, it's. The thing, the hard thing about what Raquel has to do, I think, though, is because, and again, this is just me, maybe, maybe doing some assumption, assuming, but like, you're translate, you're coming from like arguably one of the sexiest languages in the world, which is like Spanish, <laughs> and you're having to perform in one of the most boring, yeah. literal vanilla languages you yeah. have in English. So, like, I don't know. It's it's I I would. I hate giving like uh, un, what's what's the term unsolicited advice. Yeah, I would. Yeah, but I he will. That, he will. He will. He <laughs> hates doing it, but he'll do it. Uh, <laughs> that, but I would. I would try writing the jokes, thinking of your jokes through your Spanish perspective first, be, because it's a different voice, and I think it's a more authentic. Because you said offhand that you f you, uh, you find things funny. You're funnier in, in Spanish. I write, or did you imply that? I don't know, but like I think you process that. Process. I think you process in your mother tongue more more efficiently. I think some of the the reasons like French comics have an issue with coming into English and vice versa is that you process in your own mm. mother tongue okay, first, and what's funny in one like dialect even is not as funny in another, and like Quebecois while French and like Spanish are like complete opposite ends of the spectrum. I would think like. Oh, but I do not joke with anyone in Spanish no, in my day-to-day -day life. On my banter, really? everything is in... I was like, you, wait, you never joked with anyone I don't call... Spanish. When I call my mom, I don't... I, I, we don't joke. I don't really? call her to, like, tell her jokes. To me. <laughs> I, like, literally... <laughs> 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 no, but, like, yeah. any so I have a list of rules <laughs> ready for my mother for her to critique. Yeah, and no. here, here's another thing. Uh, a lot of the st uh, stand-up I do, it's about... Maybe it's about... Uh, the queer community mm -hmm. or trans uh, stuff, all that stuff, I do it in English. Mm -hmm. So I don't call my friends in Spain to tell them about that. So it just comes naturally okay. to me in English. So interesting. I will say though that anytime I speak with my father, like my primary goal is to make him like laugh. <laughs> like, and I'm not even a comedian. Like, I'm just like, I was like, I just want to call my dad and like, and just like bust his balls and just be like, come on, dad. He was like complaining about. He was complaining about like not having anything to do or whatever, and I was like, "Dad, you can do anything." I'm like, "Wah wah," and he's like, "Oh," like and just like you know, I'm like, "Ha ha," make him funny. So maybe that is the approach for your family, is just just get in there and just yell at you them. Oh my god, I'm Don't getting free therapy from yeah. this podcast. <laughs> it just, just I, I like just mine came from an innocent place of like yeah. trying to explore process. This guy's a stage tech. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine I had a walkie like. Shh. We're here to discuss Ladyfest, and these two chuckle fucks are just we, talking. First of all, anybody who comes up to plug yourself knows <laughs> you barely ever plug the thing you're coming to plug. Yeah, no, it's true. I know. You've done this That's enough. That's why I love Elspeth. it. I love this. <laughs> the premise of the show is loose. Elspeth and I were in Sherbrooke not two months ago, oh, and we almost died. We did oh. almost die. Chris, yeah. Was that the yeah, show Chris that didn't and I, like off? literally trauma bonded? Was this the show that didn't no, we happen? We trauma bonded first last. I want to say September. No. Over a urinal in Girard Park. Oh, my oh God. right! Oh, that was awful. That Do you tell. Uh, it I'm was interested. So there was like there's this great show in Girard Park. Uh, yeah, and we were all hanging out there, 
And, like, I kind of knew Chris at that point, but not really that well. Mm-hmm. And there was this uh, porta potty. Mm-hmm. And I went to it and instantly threw up because it was the worst. Like, it oh. was so bad. <laughs> oh, no. Like, and I'm not, like, a princess about that stuff. Like, I'm, you know, I've traveled a lot. I've Elspeth, seen lots the of. porta potty princess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a yeah. wonderful children's book. <laughs> exactly. <that's it. laughs> but, uh,. Yeah, it was so bad. Like, it was the worst thing. And then I saw Chris walking towards it, and I was like, don't do it. No. And he was like, how bad could it be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he no, tried really to big time me. Yeah. Yeah. And like, then, I have no choice. I'm not going to piss in the bushes. I'm like, I don't catch a blog. So <laughs> yeah. just imagine, there's like 50 comics out here. One of them sees it. I'm fucked. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I went to the thing, and then I, uh, I regretted... We just made, like, the most solemn eye contact as he walked out. And I was just like, now we're friends for life. Because we... (laughs) It was so sad. Yeah. Because it was... We've all been in a porter party before. Yeah. But that that didn't make sense. Something died there. It was full. (laughs) It was was overflowing. Oh, no. It was the worst thing. That was probably a metaphor for something. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. I can still smell it. How long have you been in Canada, Raquel? Eight Long years. Enough. Eight years. Yes. Uh, still, just, we're still, we're still, we're still home for you. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Montreal specifically. The rest of Canada could maybe understand. The sunk cost fallacy. Those these things. <laughs> <in Europe. laughs> it's, the, it's the worst kept secret. Uh, is that it's ne- it's absolutely not brighter in the west. The sun. No. Uh, uh, I, w- I also have been to ask. So you've been in Canada for eight years, and like, why Montreal? Like, you're just like, it doesn't, it, we were talking about What do you mean? What, what do you before, mean, why we Montreal? We were talking before, but you were like, oh, I come from Spain on the Mediterranean coast, and it's beautiful and sunny, and then we're like, and then just, here I came to a place with three months of summer. Like, there's more temperate areas in Canada. Like, Montre- <laughs> like was, what was the lure to Montreal? And what, look, I guess what kept look. you here also? Like I've lived in Lethbridge, Alberta. Oh, oh no. Wow. Okay. Okay. So okay yeah, well, then no compared to yeah. that, okay, exactly. Montreal makes Why much more sense. Alberta? There's like life <laughs> takes you to places. Yeah, that's true. I was yeah. positioning like Vancouver or Toronto. Yeah. I was not positioning Lethbridge when no. I was saying there's other like places in Canada. I was not saying Lethbridge. So I understand that move. Montreal is a decent place to be broke. All uh, in all, I, I think true. I agree. I think yeah. so. I think uh, yeah. If I if I had to be like down and out in a city, I would choose Montreal over over Vancouver, Toronto. Man? No, not you, Vancouver. You can't be poor in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah that's right. You can't even be yeah, like middle class paycheck in Vancouver. To paycheck. And then yeah. the worst part though is if you're like if you are truly and deeply poor in Vancouver. Oh man, mm. there's some, there's some brutal then, stuff out there. Th- then there's more competition because there's like a, like. If you are like homeless poor, like because they go there because the weather's nicer, like that's a fact. Like I've talked to like panhandling friends, and they're like, "I'm gonna head out to Vancouver." Did you just say you talk to your poor friends? Panhandling friends. Panhandling friends. Do you remember I mean, Hollywood? This guy, before we started recording, I was talking about how he didn't get to the cottage. I think we're his poor friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we must. Oh, I just got back from my trip. <laughs> No, but you my poor friends like literally make 50k a year. This fucking. But do you remember Hollywood? 48. But do you uh, remember Hollywood? <laughs> do you remember Hollywood? Did she snap at me, bro? Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, hey, peasant. Do you guys remember Hollywood? Hey, you do you remember peasant. Hollywood? Hollywood on on Bishop? Yeah. This 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 street here? Yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
that, that, we all knew Hollywood. That doesn't make him your personal friend. I've been to his house, but um, also. That's I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Even <laughs> <He's, laughs> the house. He's actually, like, good friends with a friend of mine. But anyway, but when he was panhandling and stuff, he was like, he's like, Montreal's a great city to panhandle in because there's not as much competition as there is in a city like Vancouver. Oh, yeah. Well, Hollywood was the, the, the type of person who did that for, for sport. Yeah. Mm. I, have to, have to panhandle. I have to clarify that I, I don't panhandle. I just work oh. in the no, video, no, video no, no, game no, no, industry. No. <laughs> Raquel's doing kind well. of the same yeah. money, but <laughs> yeah. Become one of Keith's panhandling friends. Exactly. Keith is like, oh, Raquel didn't drive up in a Tesla. She must panhandle. How do you make your money? Panhandling? Like, that's just immediate. Either way, but anyway, that is was that, that not was Kate Spade, Raquel? Well, fuck you, huh? <laughs> panhandler. Either way, I say Kate Spade because it's a, such a good, fun brand. Yeah. My mom mm. has. My mom's like becoming 15 years old again. <laughs> she has this like spa- Kate Spade school bag that she brought to breakfast oh, wow. yesterday. Wow! I'm like, mom, it's I love your mom. Breakfast in the West Island. Mm-hmm. They bring your school bag. Does Sit she have snacks down. in there? Mm-hmm. Did she have snacks in there? No, she has her purse. She has her purse in her school bag. That's funny. This is her wallet. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I thought she like put the purse in the wallet. Yeah, no, I was picturing a. I assumed. I assumed that it was to like to bring Would you. you imagine she was wise enough to do that bit. Oh, she was oh. game enough. Yeah. I thought that she like needed the school bag to bring you like leftovers to be like Chris. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. she's trying to actively stop me from having <laughs> some Welsh's fruit snacks. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh my god! Mm. So I told you she moved in with the boyfriend, by the way. No. Oh, yeah. She moved in with her boyfriend. You said. Yeah. Uh, he was, and he's, he's the heat. And I knew it was serious it's her when. Place. Let's be. Oh, right, right. Very you, got, you got kicked Ooh. out of famously. No, no, no. She sold that place. Oh, uh, okay. And this is, this is the, the stand up fan. He loves me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you see, Do he I like, meet him at Baba and Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. Is he dating, is he dating her to get closer to the stand up community? He wants to be an insider. Anyways, um, <laughs> what, what's his name? What's his name? Where do you listen to the show? Rico? Franco. Oh, Fra- Franco. <laughs> Franco, if you're listening, I apologize. So it was Norwegian. a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's from Welsh. He's Wales. From the, he's Isle, from Welsh. From the Isles of White. <laughs> the Isles of. Uh, yeah. Hey, that's clearly where I'm from. Are you from the Isles? He's so Italian, he wears like a, like a, like a fedora, like, mm. and, and it looks good on him. Mm. So, like, a friend of mine, like. They came to a show, and uh, I had my friends there at the show as well. And whatever, they, met, they said hi to my mom. And then as they were walking away, they were like, your dad is really cool. I'm like, first of all, <laughs> not my dad. Uh, <laughs> second of all, he is a cool man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Franco. Franco, no. if, you're li- if you're listening, it's a joke. I'm, dude, treat, you would just better He treat- might. The rest of my family's never listened to this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. Raquel. Uh, <laughs> but he's a big stand-up fan. He's a big stand-up fan. I'm going to tag him. I'm going to tag him in the post. Yeah. Give me his name and be like, Franco. What's, what's it been like? Uh, again, friends of the show here, we, lo- we love Aloe. Yeah. But what's it been like having to work with Aloe in an artistic uh, sense? Because, uh, again, we've all worked with Aloe before. Uh, and you have to be, uh, you know, Aloe-proof to work with Aloe. Uh, how's, how's that been like? Because I, I, think, I think Aloe is a brilliant mind, brilliant comedic mind. And uh, I think also Aloe sometimes doesn't realize how brilliant their mind is. Mm. So is there, how's that been like working, partnering with someone who, who's so brilliant but sometimes doesn't realize it, I guess is the question. Well, I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, they're being a great teacher. Like, she's, she was generous enough to let me co-produce and, 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 and show me 
all the many things that involve like producing a show, doing it in collaboration with a festival, and yeah, like there's a, there's a lot of info to take in. There's a lot of things to talk about, but I'm definitely learning a lot, and it's pretty cool to work with them. Have yeah, you, have you been yeah. co have you like done any other production on the Tales of Gender Affirmation series? No, or is this, this is my first. first like, this is my first one. So featured on the show, but this is your first production. Yes. So okay. if it turns out uh, badly, you can blame me. Blame <laughs> 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 Uh, no, but we have a great show. Uh, if Parker Finley is going to headline, it's going to be an am amazing two, two shows on one same oh. night. Ooh. Lots of great comedians. What so venue? Hmm? Uh, what venue do you... Diving Bell, September Diving 14th. September 14th, coming right around the corner. Uh, so, Tales of Gender Affirmation, I guess. I mean, obviously there's a million shows, but since you're co-producing this one, you get it gets the rub. Uh, like, describe it, I guess, to our listeners. Uh, what are we expected to see when we see Tales of Gender Affirmation? I mean, other than the obvious, which is Tales of Gender Affirmation, but is it more storytelling? Is it more stand-up? Is it a mixture? Like, what's the, what's the vibe that we're putting together for the show? It is a mixture. Uh, it's always been a comedy storytelling show. Mm -hmm. There's, there, there was a, a lot of uh, storytelling, I think... For this edition, it's gonna be stand-up heavy. Okay. It's gonna it's gonna be great. Uh, we're gonna have on the on the first show uh, a taping. Okay. Oh yeah, because you guys are making the first album. We're making the first album okay. just to to give a slice of what a regular tales of gender affirmation show is. Mm -hmm. uh, and the second show will be more of a showcase, more of the standard show. Um, and yeah, featuring uh, mostly trans comedians, but also other queer comedians and allies. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, a bit of storytelling, a bit of stand-up, just are you gonna the be, right are balance. You, like, but you're coming to it more from a stand-up perspective? Yes. Okay, that's fair. And then on your show, you're doing... Yeah, so I have my, my St. Henry show, which is just a weekly open mic. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's at the Montreal Improv uh, uh -huh. in St. Henry. Okay. And yeah, so we're doing like a Lady Fest version of that, which uh -huh. is going to be really fun. Yeah, Featuring like Chris, it. Chris Vendito, Brad McDonald. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ladies. The ladies. Uh. <laughs> oh, but uh, Raquel's on it. Yeah. Um, we have a great lineup uh, for that. One and great lineups every week, really, for Stand Up Say Henry. Come mm -hmm. on by. <laughs> and then also, it I'm is really good. <laughs> and not because I'm in And then also, I'm doing uh, my game show, Battle of Wits, uh -huh. and that will be at the Diving Bell on September 15th. And yeah, it's uh, an all femme lineup. Which Battle is of Lady Wits. Battle of Lady Wits. Ah, it's we're all just, just so we're hot. all just darning socks and making grocery lists the whole time. Yeah, lady. We'll stage check. We come up with that fucking they, name. Yeah. Battle of Wits. First of all, <laughs> it is very should be femme dominated at all times because women are wittier than men. A. Oh, a. Wow. B. What did I press? Um, B. Oh, you're good, computer. You're good, you're good. You're good. Don't touch the button. What is this buddy? computer from? 1995. What Listen, is this? It's the first laptop. Dude, it's Adele. It's Adele, and it, it's, it's the Adele. Singer? The yeah. singer. It records the podcast. It, it will has, set fire to the rain. It has one job, and it's to record the podcast, and Should it does it. Up. It's. 
It's incredible to me that you mentioned darning because I have forgotten that word existed and it is the second time someone has mentioned it in like two days. I was actually late because (laughs) my outfit that I was going to wear needed uh, stitches. And so I just had darning on the brain. Although I think it is specifically only for socks. Anyway, I don't know. I, uh, I called someone doll on Saturday. Oh, how'd that wow. go for you, buddy? It was fine. She was the person you would expect to call doll. Oh. She was like in her mid-50s. Mm. She had enough makeup on to you know, refurbish all the... Was this at the, the shows this <laughs> It was right... This was... Elspeth was there. That's the demo. <laughs> yeah, That's the like, demo you would use doll like, at. I know exactly who you're talking about. it wasn't a negative connotation. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like a... It was like the a, West she was Island. Like, she was being... Anyone who does the three kiss thing... You get, you're like, thanks, doll. You know, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, what they're, that's what they're expecting. You got to give the people what they want. I mean, she, at, she, at a certain point. A certain was point. she all dolled up? Yeah. She was. And how offensive all, is that term? Could I, I'm not sure. In the correct I don't know context. how offensive it is. It depends on how you're using it. Yeah. So it's it's offensive. Some Italian is shouting it to me from the stage. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I can tell it's personal. you all dolled up over there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the way I just said some Italian was way more offensive than doll. But, uh, you know what? You know what? You can do what you want. Um, <laughs> but there's a... Uh, this is the... F- and I don't know if this happens, Raquel, at like... like uh, if it's happened to you guys uh, or to you at, at shows. But when you do an Andrew Soul show, they all come to the door and... I know Andrew. Yeah. No. I mean, she sold a lot of tickets. A lot of people know. No, no, no. I know Andrew. I want to say 40 people told me that this weekend yeah. over 40 yeah. <laughs> I'm not even fucking lying. It's like, it's nice. It's nice that you know Andrew. There's 50 people in line. Yeah. Get in the fucking club. He is. Papa, Papa Chocolat, Papa man. Chocolat. Papa Chocolat. <laughs> He's got it happening. I like, he, was a, he kissed every baby, hugged, signed every, shook every yeah. hand, <laughs> took every picture. It's really, it was a real impressive display of like... Being able to appreciate your fans. We don't do that enough in stand-up as it is. You know, if you have fans, cultivate them. I was just going to say, we don't have fans. You do. You have fans. You got fans. You and Brad and my dad. (laughs) Yes, but more. Because you said it to yourself. When you sell tickets to your shows, those are people coming to see you. When Aloe and Raquel sell tickets to gender affirmations, those are people coming to see them. Those are your fans. No matter how big or small our our base is, take care of your people. They're becoming supportive. I know this for a fact. You definitely have fans. Because you have sold above zero merch. That's You've true. You sold merch. Yeah. Honestly, if, if anyone, like anyone you know, what, you know what level of fandom it takes. Where There's can I get your merch? Oh, it's at my apartment. I have. <laughs> hey, you know what? Sugar Sammy's works at his apartment too. All right. So. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. It's not a. That, that's not a big league thing. Like it's a. I w- Ines and I have Ines and I have talked about it a lot. <laughs> Just the concept of I was like. More comedy should have merch. Yeah. Like, if you, like, go see a performer, or even, especially, like, when it's a regular show, like a Tales of Gender Affirmation, where it's, like, it's not even necessarily saying I'm buying an Aloe shirt or a Raquel shirt or whatever, but, like, no, I'm buying a, like, this is a recurring show that I Mm. like. I could buy a Tales of Gender Affirmation shirt, and, like, you have, you guys, like, also have good design, I think. Like, a lot of the Tales of Gender Affirmation posters and whatever... There's a lot of nice art design. They're by uh, Trisha the Robinson. Yeah, yeah by Trisha. Trisha. There you go. Very talented. Shout out. I have a Shout lot of her art Robinson. in my house. There you go. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is I was like, I've noticed the design on the posters. I was like, you're working with someone who knows yeah. knows design. Put that on a shirt. Sell it. Let the fans wear it. Put it on socks. Because maybe, you know, Stickers. Because stickers, stickers are super cheap. Yep. That's like 
the shirts, the Battle of Witch shirts, bit of a mistake. <laughs> Definitely maybe lost some money because I forgot that there would be, like, customs fees. Yeah. Uh, but the stickers, it was, like, 20 bucks for 100 Yeah. And then, you know. I think but that's... Okay. So this is our plan. If you steal it, Ines and I are coming for you. Uh, it is socks, though. Because, like, you can kind of, not to say a one size, but, like, you only need, like, one or two sizes of socks. That's sock, true. That's and they, it'll fit a lot of people. Yeah, you like guys you are going to have to come for me because I'm stealing that. Damn. <laughs> that's it, but I was just sort of saying, like, like, there's a lot of, like, it's not quite one size, but you can order a much yeah. smaller range of sock sizes than shirts. You're like, do you have it in small? And, you know, yeah. extra small? And you're like, no, like, I, that's too many. But, like, socks, yeah, true. smaller, period. How also, we thought... Maybe less because I don't know who wears them. Ties, but like a tie, I don't know who wears ties anymore. But I mean, if you make, but it's still a gender-neutral kind of accessory. Mm. You could wear a tie anywhere on the spectrum, I believe, of gender, and yeah. it's fine. If you make <laughs> socks for merch, who are you prom promoting the show to? Like people with a foot fetish, or <laughs> no. Like, no, 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 like <laughs> madam, madam. I mean, please. I. I Listen, oh, I, I will tell <laughs> so you, the, the one comedian that did sell socks that I've ever seen was Ronnie Chang. And I was like, immediately I was like, I'm buying socks. Like, it has his face on them. That's <laughs> like, amazing. I was like, yeah. that's insane. What a weird pair of socks. Purchased. If he sold a t-shirt, I wouldn't necessarily want Ronnie Chang's face on my t-shirt. I want David Bowie's face on my t-shirt. Mm. Ronnie Chang, I'll have him on my socks. <laughs> that makes sense. Although, I guess, like, with socks, like, I have a friend who always wears uh, patterned socks. Yeah. And I always notice, like, because yeah. you're all like, oh, there's something there's something going on there. Yeah. Like, like so late, imagine you just be like, like, like the Ladyfest logo. You'd be like, what's happened to those socks? They're like, they're my yeah. Ladyfest socks. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Chris. Are we are we interrupting? Chris was. <laughs> oh my God. Chris, I, has been Chris is. For I'm looking for the, No. Chris has Chris has press cafe opening. He's like Chris Vendito socks. He's opening the storefront right now. No. This <laughs> podcast. Raquel. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna talk to Raquel first because she's the Thank only one you. who's not Thank an you. asshole <laughs> here. Thank you very much. You love me. Uh, this podcast does this really original thing that no other podcast does. Right. Where we, we ask our guests at we the haven't end even got the lady five questions. Then. No other podcast does this. Yeah, never. So I was just looking for the recurring questions. I don't know if you got them or not. Keith usually sends them to me. They're coming. They're I coming. I was trying to. I was a moment where I could do two things at once. You know, some people go walk and chew gum at the same time. Or did you know what? I did not draw attention to you on your phone. It was Elspeth. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, taking, I'm taking my frustration out on you because Elspeth is just a little angel. Five questions. And you are <laughs> stage tech. Damn it. <laughs> You're just a tech, Keith. Anyway, um, merch though, merch. <laughs> put it out there. That's what I'm saying. I want to make wrestlers sausages. know this. I want to make. I yeah. want to make fresh sausage. That that is a great sell idea. Sell it. I would buy that. I love sausage. Oh my god. Yeah. Like is it gonna packet? be like a spicy sausage? I'll have mild and spicy. I was gonna say also sauce. Sauce seasons coming there's a, up. There's a couple Italian comedians who do the sauce. Do the sauce. It's a good. It's a good gimmick. Those, they make it uh, themselves. If you. Oh, but if you, the here's the thing. I got a bunch of tomato plants in my backyard. We could. You need so many tomatoes to make. You need so many more. You in need this bushels. fantasy world where we're combining bushels. and you're using bushels my tomatoes to make bushels. your... I have Chris. five that I've eaten. You have five plants? <laughs> I have more than five plants. How many tomatoes have you gotten? I have had, so far, seven tomatoes. No. Little, little That's Roma tomatoes. I love you. We need so many more tomatoes <laughs> Let before Chris, even I people consider this, breaking I up I believe in this dream. I believe in this dream. <laughs> Chris, floating, but dried sausage, so it keeps. 
Dry sausages, first of all, you can only make dried sausage in like February in the city. Okay. Because uh, it's so humid the rest of the year. Get a dryer. Where the sausage gets a, to become a different color. It's not great. You're Spanish, you know curated meats. Um, <laughs> this is the reason why they come from Europe so much, is because their climate is better suited uh -oh. to make it than us. That's why all us, getting heated. I'm saying everything that's produced in Montreal that's curated is usually it's dried, it's usually cured. made in February. Curated, cured. Cured, not yeah. curated. Curated yeah, is Yeah, no, I wasn't like. going to correct you because I was like, I don't know. All your curated meats, you know? Why people just your eat salmon meats. and potatoes. All your like. You get someone who knows a lot about meat, and then they tell you what to eat. All your curated curated meat board. Your mortadella, your salamis, oh your general. God, oh, man, I would love to be a, like a, yeah, a deli meat curator. That's my mm. new dream yeah, job. Exactly. Like Screw <laughs> comedy. I want to curate deli meats. There's someone. There's someone. There is a... Deli meats suck in this country. I'm sorry. That's like... Suck in this country? Yeah. You're going to... From yeah, that's the w <laughs> the one thing I miss the most. Of course, I would. I was too. actually trying to get Lucy Gervais yesterday to buy me a Spanish oh, that was hat <laughs> from Costco. I got, yeah. I got a Costco card. They, I got yeah. you. I was that. So I was so I was gonna make fun of Lucy <laughs> for that. So I'm going to Costco, say what you think? And then like somebody makes an innocent thing and not even go along with a bit. Send me money and I'll get it for you. I'm like, what a grump. They didn't get it. <laughs> so I will say the one thing I like. Sarah and I were just in New York, and I was like, hot damn, do I love the fact that, like, bodega sandwiches are pretty good, yeah. and they're everywhere. Like, you're just sort of like, every block has a deli slash bodega, whatever, yeah, bacon, and the sandwiches are all pretty good, and I was like, why, and they're not that expensive, I was mm -hmm. like, why don't we have sandwiches, decent sandwiches, everywhere? Why can't Depp sell... You gotta sell go to Point St. Charles to get one of those I'm, down. I Cafe Clark. Yep. I, but that's not really a bodega, though. No, it's not. It's, it's, not. Like, it's like a $20 sandwich. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> sandwich. I, I mean, it's around the corner from my house. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying, but I was like, what? like, I was like, this is the thing. This is the, the New York thing mm -hmm. that they did amazing was you're two blocks away from a pretty good sandwich all the time. That's See, where I want to be in my life. Yeah. See, the thing about New York is, is that it's all structured to be based around food. Montreal has a good food scene. Yeah. But... It's expensive. The better yeah. the yeah. food gets. There's some good, like, quality eats. Like you were saying, it's a good city to be broken. It's a good city to be broken to party. But, like, food-wise, you're, you're really, like, it's like Le Fleur's or, like, shitty, like, greasy spoons, mm -hmm. which those get old after a while. Yeah. But all our nice restaurants are fucking expensive. Oh, my goodness. They're, they're cheaper than the nice New York restaurants, mind Of you. course, but you could eat better in New York. You can yeah. get, like, a really sick, like, burrito in New York for $4. Yeah. Well, you yeah, can't yeah. get a burrito in Montreal but for Either way, the sandwich. And the it's sandwiches. not going to be as good. Like, the one in New York is going to be way better. Like, that, yeah. that's one thing. Like, because my parents are American. Uh, and just Coney whenever, dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're both from Michigan. So, like, Coney Islands. Like, Coney dogs. Just, like, we try in Canada. I will not eat Canadian Coney Islands. They're trash. You got to get them in Whoa. Michigan. And also, just, like, our pizza. Like, just, like, we can't get basics right in Canada when it comes to food. Like, Canadian pizza is garbage. And I will die on this hill. Yes. Yes. But, like, American pizza is. I've never been to Italy, I'm just, but like American pizza is like. Depends fucking where you're wonderful. at. I love it. Nah. Canadian pizza Listen is just sort of like. Up. There's a lot Don't of say dough. No. And the I toppings was in the are middle. under the cheese. It's bullshit. I was in the middle of America. There's no good food there. I was Which in North, part? North Dakota, South Dakota, okay. Minnesota. Not great food in any of those places. My family's from like Detroit, and Detroit pizza? Mm. But that's Michigan. Fucking that's flats. again, like, and Michigan's touching a lake at least. Yeah. Like, you know, like you're, it's not quite coastal, but... It is but technically the Midwest, though. But very... Mm, I it's just not the real Midwest. It's not flat enough. 
I just it's don't, really flat. I don't understand why you guys put the toppings under the cheese. It's sacri It's the dumb. It makes me so I like mad. Make, they're called, they're literally it called so toppings. sweaty. Yeah, no, no. They I are. like a mix. Personally, I like upset. some under. I like some under, some over. That's what I like. No, well, you're Montreal wrong. slice. It goes underneath because that's, that's stupid. It's a, thick, cause it's a thicker crust. Yeah, that, it's wrong. A, a Montreal slice. <laughs> counterpoint. <laughs> counterpoint. <laughs> Chicago pizza is insane. I've never had Chicago. I want to no, try Chicago have, pizza. It's looking. I like it, I but it's not a pizza. I, I didn't say bad. I said insane. You're like <laughs> it's a it's another thing. You're like it's a pizza. You're like this is kind of a lasagna or something. It's yeah, like, it looks It's kind delicious. of an act. It's like an actual pie. Like it's like yeah. the the crust is just containing a mass of food. I've, having never had Chicago pizza, I feel like whenever I'm hungover, that what I want is a Chicago pizza. <laughs> it's so much. Just like cheese and meat and just like. So thick. Not a lot of chewing. <laughs> I, I felt like that for years. And then on my birthday, on my first year in Montreal, my ex found the one restaurant in all of the island that did Chicago, made Chicago pizza. And we went there and I had it. And? and it was okay. Yeah. It's, it was it's okay. crazy. But it was Canadians making that. You need, I've, no, you I've been, need I've an been, American to I've make it. I've, I've been to American Chicago. Pizza. I've had the legit stuff. It's, I, I like it. But I'm like, it's weird to call it pizza. It's another, yeah. it's another thing. <laughs> you're oh. like, it's, it's like, you'd be like, I want a slice of pizza. You do not want a Chicago style pizza. Oh like, yeah, that's, that's not, not a what you. That's, that's not a, what you yeah, want. It's a, like, it's a sit down, put a bib on. Christopher Vendita, do you want to start? Want to start the five questions, buddy? Yeah, because this pizza debate will take another hour podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get a Vendito talking about pizza. The pizza debaters. No, I'll just say this. Uh, I've I've grown to be mellow, more mellow on this topic over the years. Pizza really is uh, colloquial, mm -hmm. uh, more so than ever before. But like the original pizza is still from Naples. So I'm gonna fucking say, about yeah, it. real pizza, a real slice, real slice. <laughs> you mean a slice and soda, and uh, we're done. It's good. Yeah, yeah slice and soda is decent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think I could eat for like four dollars. Yeah, it's a good I like. Game. I mean, I was gonna say. I like Adamo, but then mm. I have then I beef with Adamo because of their weird COVID policies. Off scheduled question, but what's your favorite Montreal eatery? Oh, like not like fancy schmancy, but like your go-to, like uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Staple, guilty, like no, a guilty staple? pleasure. Oh, guilty pleasure, guilty yeah. pleasure. Okay. I like asking like people that are not from mm, here for this question. Maybe Snowdon Deli. Oh, that's a good one. Oh. No, they do good sandwiches this one, though. Sandwiches. Plakas mm. are nice. Yeah. Does that does that exist? That's a weird question, but does that exist in like Europe? Delis like that? Or is that not more of an American well, thing? Well, in Spain, not really. No, for sure. Yeah. Not really. Like, in Spain, the thing is that we eat at bars. There's not... <laughs> and at 11 o'clock <laughs> no, at, at, at night. Yeah, <laughs> they serve food at pubs like this, at bars like... Mm. But like, just as cheap sandwich like we were talking about bodegas you know the line between cafe bar and everything is all blurred and yeah we don't really have delis so that one that one's, uh, is one that I enjoy because when I first went it was like oh this is like the American movies yeah. <laughs> and the food's good that's good yeah. and the atmosphere is nice I have three answers to that question oh I think I know one of them but go ahead the, the green spot. Yeah, there. green spot. Yeah. Love green spot. Yeah. It's uh, called green spot, right? I, yeah, it's called I, green I, spot. I consider that. I love green spot. It was a nice... Elspeth and Walter took me for my very first yeah. time as a <laughs> tourist in my own city because I'm from like 
the West Island. Yeah. And um, it was delightful. It's As wonderful. It's so good. I, it's, my favorite, good. it's my favorite breakfast. It's, you got to go there. So, yeah, breakfast, good green breakfast. spot. But I'm just saying, but I was like, but there's... Well, New System got insane. There also. are a lot new of system, poor new system, people at Green Spot. New That's system. what Keith doesn't like Whoa, about. whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm talking about... The breakfast is like $8. There's a lot of panhandling at Green Spot. I will take AM, 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 which is down the street, Yeah. right? I will take an AM greasy spoon late night over Green Spot most times. Oh, late, no, late night. Green Spot is breakfast. Yeah. Green Spot is breakfast. Late night is AA for hot dogs. AA, AA. AA, hot dogs, burgers... Or maybe a poutine. For our listeners, it's not Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, no, it <laughs> should Something be because I'm only there when I'm drunk. It should be, yeah, it's a good place. <laughs> it's just like Brad McDonald and I made. drunk after show is just slamming hot dogs. Something happened to New System, though, right? Like, like New, New System System's is weird now. It's uh, System New Nouveau. New System is... Uh, yeah. but it used to, I was like, New System used to be like a Sudwest late night staple. Now it's weird. I was never into... Because for me, it was always Green Spot and then AA. Okay. And so, like, I never... I've... You were done like, some, I've dabbled in new system, you were like, but get it's away not. from me, chicken. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want chicken at night. Chicken was in though. They did a good chicken. I want chicken when I'm like sober and just sort of like, oh, I should be healthy. I'll eat a chicken. New system the chicken. Entire chicken. chicken. I'll just swallow. It's not live. It's not healthy. No life. No, the my new gimmick. I'm the I'm like Gallagher, but with chicken. Okay, what's the last spot? Uh, Go Plana in Point St. Charles. Okay. It's across from Metro Charlevoix. Yeah. Spot. They've got a nice homemade like sausage. Yeah, it's uh, a Polish place. It's a Polish yeah. place. Go they Plana also have really good sounds schnitzel. almost vegan. But it's uh, not. Go Plant, but it's, it's not. Yeah. It's Polish. It's Polish. Yeah. yeah that, we, that's, uh, a, that's our spot. That's where we get our bread. Yeah, it's great. They have good pierogies <laughs> all, right. all winter. Every winter I go there like once. I walk over to Point St. Charles. Yeah. Oh, great mustard. Great <laughs> mustard. Yeah, right. I get the, I get the bag of the homemade pierogies. Elspeth and I used to be neighbors. We did. She's familiar with the train skeleton that looks at my window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I'll just say one last thing about eateries uh, that until they bribe me with uh, free food. Uh-huh. All Spanish places in Montreal suck. They're too expensive. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. not good enough. Oh yeah. Yeah. That nah, said, Raquel is open to being sponsored. Exactly. Exactly. She can she can She can reverse that indictment. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> With a simple sponsorship deal, Should then all of a sudden there will be one good Spanish place, and it will be your restaurant. Very affordable deals. Affordable. Uh, just one dinner. There's yeah, not like good. a Spanish street food spot here. Nah. Or bar Montreal food. Like, I mean, or a bar okay, food no. spot. Like. Okay, the Libreria Español in Saint Laurent, really close to like the diving bell and everything, they'll sell you a okay jamon sandwich. Okay. I'll give them that. That's it. <laughs> I gotta get you, I gotta, I gotta get Raquel the, 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 the what was the, 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 the so it's a Spanish prosciutto, basically. What yeah, were you jamon. Yeah, jamon. Jamon. Yeah. I gotta get you, because the Costco means very good. Yeah, that, that they bring it in. I'm sure they bring that in from Spain. <laughs> Costco. It had like a little carving set with it too, did it? Oh not? yeah, they, they the give pig. you the leg of the pig. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> no, no, it's deal great. with yeah, it. Pool That's for sure very yeah. good. Is that, oh. Has Empan had a Spanish or just South American? No, it's Spanish. Spanish. Because yeah. there is a really good empan. I don't know if it still exists. There was a really good empanadas place in the village. <gasps> that made me. I forgot one. That shout was, out. Uh, oh no, 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 empanadas. Empanadas, we have them both in okay. Spain and Latin America, but the Latin American ones are different. Okay. So any empanada you'll find here is Latin American, okay. and they're they're awesome. Okay. But 
They're not Spanish. Not the, not the same okay. thing. Bagel I, I low key makes a good empanada yeah. as well. I low-key understood there was a difference because I watch a lot of Food Network, and there was <laughs> there was a there was a, 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 a guy's uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives one episode. Mm. And he does a bunch of like Latin Dive American food, only, but there was there was a Spanish restaurant, and the cook was explaining, the head chef was explaining the differences between the empanada and the ingredients that are used, and even in the even in the, pr- like the preparation the process. Is the so it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I, I joke about this a lot. That lo- most of Europe is the same with just different types of carbs and sauces. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's all centered around like meat and fish, and then it's what we put on the side. Mm-hmm. But there are, in terms of subtle like staples, like there's a Spanish... In, a Spanish would do Spain would do a fried donut differently than like a, the Italians would make a fried donut. But at the end of the day, it's still a fried donut, right? Right. And right. neither of them would be comparable to any donut you see in Canada. Mm. So it's right. it's funny that way. I mean, I think the really the best food in Europe is clearly in England. England, uh, yes, yes. I just want a plate of if soggy you, brown. If you want to <laughs> get served to better, me by a toothless drunkard. Listen, <laughs> I will see your England and then be like Scotland. I lived in Scotland for yeah, a year as a kid. It was truly awful. All these countries awful. raise more alcoholics than like the Mediterranean yep. European countries. Yeah, it's because we spent all our time, and our ancestors spent all our time, all their time, like eating. Yeah, and like mm. the Brits, it was just conquering and drinking. Yeah, exactly. They were like, <laughs> they were like "What are we gonna eat?" And they're like, "I don't know, I don't know potatoes." Yeah, more Listen, drink yeah. a bunch of beer. And eat some potatoes and take over the country next to you. That's our plan. Yeah. What's the this is again a little a, a fan mark question? What's the like the like the coffee crema of choice, if for you and in also Spain? Is there is there one or is there the coffee? Like is, like is there like a like a like a, like a, a particular booze you like to put in coffees? Like I like putting Oof. like the Canadians would be like Bailey's. Um, <laughs> I we have, the fact that you we looked at me when you all used kinds of l- local liquors. I know, okay. yeah, yeah. That there's actually like this one from from the city that I was born. It's called Licor Forty Forty Three. Okay, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's just this Took weird them liquor. Forty Three tries. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, you, you can get it at the SAQ. Wow. Uh, and we like in my hometown, we make this fancy. Coffee mix with like uh, the, this liquor and a bunch of like sweet shit, and it's a bomb. And nice. yeah, this is why I, I really want to get my get over to Europe before uh, before the world ends because there's it's coming so much about the European culture in general that I'm like I love this place. I love I love. You want to make a video? You should host. Uh, uh, um, cooking travel show or, or something like that. Yeah, I think you should do a Chris 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 Vendito eats Europe. Yeah. No, I see. Here's the thing. Okay, <laughs> we, we can't get off the, off the line, but there's so many Hollywood reasons why I can't do that. All right. What is your hottest take? What's your hottest take of the moment? Hottest take of the moment. That's question one. Question oh, one. What is your hottest take? Like right now. Like, uh... I, I already... You've already dispensed I, I already right? criticized, uh... Quebecois pizza. Yeah. Canadian pizza in general, I feel like, yeah. I feel like we share a hot take on that one. Cause yeah. I, that is a hot take because people really are... Also, yeah. uh, after the shows on Saturday, I went to Montreal Pool Room. They were out of toasties, had a steamy. How are they out of toasties? Don't know. You just literally put the steamy on the I know. Toasties. Chris, don't get me started. All right. <laughs> that sounds like a weird thing. To... Steamies, I understand, actually, more. Yeah. Uh. And honestly, toasty... Don't let Mike Carosa hear this, because it will end our friendship. Toasty, 
far superior to steamy. Wrong. You've said this to me before. I feel like it's the wrong cake. <laughs> I know. It's soggy. I don't like soggy That's food. That's the whole experience. But it lets you, like, you're like, I guess you can eat it like you this. Here's mm-hmm. a you soggy tuna steamy. Yum, yum, yum. First of all, and I know this is going to be <laughs> unbelievable because it's just audio only, but everyone who listens to the show knows what I look like. You got to let the hot dog sit. It's like a steak. You can't just cut into it. Let the hot dog sit a bit. Let the steam but the, go the, through. The, also, okay, I, it's been out, a minute since I had had a steamy and the bun was like legitimately okay, wet. You had one it part. wet. That's one thing. Like the bun was wet. That's a mistake. Uh, on Monday, but it should be a little gooey. It should be gooey. Yeah, okay, maybe it was just. Like a cookie that you bite into. Maybe it was just a, a pool room problem because I did have a steamy on. <laughs> it's never a pool room problem. Those fucking. <laughs> I'm so sorry. They're going to kill me. I felt like I, I walked in there. I was just like, I'm going to get murdered. There was this guy just like. Walked no. in, saw somebody in line, just like handed him twenty bucks. They're a type did a of secret handshake. Uh, it was, uh, yeah. You went to the Montreal Pool Room for a hot yeah. Okay, they're a type of people Mob that <laughs> are like, resent their own customers. Like, yeah. like I don't want to be here. Like, bro, it's your shop. No one asked you. Like, why are you still yeah. here? Sell it. <laughs> I hate this job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two. Number two. So, who is to you the star of Sesame Street? So we. Raquel. Who is the star of Sesame Street? In your eyes. Do you eyes. know that Sesame Street has some yes, local characters? Yes, Because one of the hosts of the show is Ines, who taught us about the multicolored Big Bird family. Yeah. That, like, Big Bird has a multicolored, uh, <laughs> like... Yeah, I implore like, you, actually, anyone, to go listen to our <laughs> New Year's Eve shit show show, where we went through all we the went all characters. Like, uh, like, just the multicolored Big Bird... Multinational, so so uh, you can I gotta say, Espinete, he was a star of uh, Spanish. Said. That's what Ines said. I believe Ines said this. Yeah. Ines is from uh, Bolivia. Yeah, so Espinete, and it was that. That's a big bird, but it's a different color. That's a, this pink. No, it's a, like oh, it's a like a pink hedgehog. Oh, whoa! That walks around. <laughs> Ines, Ines said hedgehogs. a and Ines said a something in. Spanish, and it was another colored big bird. It was like yeah, yeah it was the other big bird. It, it was, was like a green big bird or something. We're like, That's what? Wild. There so was probably a different Latin I'm American. I'm sure, exactly. No, 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 for sure. That's what I'm saying. It's like like yeah. Bolivia, Spain is different. But we learned about them that there are Muppets that yeah. we don't know. Espinete, pink hedgehog. Espinete, yeah. Okay. What is there? What's Espinete's personality? Me on the spot. <laughs> Elmo was I on the spot. I don't know. I, li- I like the. the I saw, he was I hanging out. As soon as I hear a hedgehog, I hear like hyper or whatever. Then he I'm was like, no, that's just hanging sonic. out naked where uh, everybody else was wearing clothes. Mm. And it's like, what's like, up, yeah. guys? It's like my uncle. Your uncle has been it. Elspeth. Okay, so again, I can't just have one answer. I feel like Big Bird and Elmar are like the stars. Like, okay. you know, they're the. But I said the starting. But for me, Grover. Fucking love Grover. Grover, nice. Grover. Someone tried to make the argument that Grover was the overall star. And Grover's I not the. O- Grover's push like. Back. Grover's the George Harrison. I. So, Big but here's Bird the thing. But also some, longe- also some longevity. Like, I think. I don't know if my argument was that he was a star, but I was like. Grover is the Keenan Thompson of Sesame Street. Mm. Where you're like absolute staple, talented individual. Yeah. Has like, has, has co- <laughs> like others. others <laughs> that was adorable, sorry. Grover's <laughs> a talented individual. Yeah. He's <laughs> one of the most talented individuals you'll ever meet. He's yeah. so fucking hardworking. But exactly. Grover but, with him like never, but, but like never grinds, gets. Grinds, man. Grinds. He Grover. never grinds. gets top billing though. Is that Great what I'm saying? Like yeah, a Keenan Thompson. That's like, the that's the tragedy of Grover. He's always going to be a middler. He's, he's a Sophia, it's the Sophia Loren of the Sesame <laughs> universe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, what piece of media has been formative 
in your life? Like what? So this was, is like, yeah. This is a very artsy fucking question. It's like like a book, a mu- movie, a song, uh, whatever. Else. Like when you're sort of like, oh, I, I read, watched, listened to this, and it like either changed what I was doing with my life, changed my perception of things, like like whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Lady Dynamite uh, oh. by Maria Bamford, her like little weird, honestly hard to watch sitcom. Mm-hmm. I, like uh, I watched that when I was uh, going through it mental health wise. I just moved back to Canada uh, from Hong Kong and mm-hmm. I was like having a hard time and I watched that and I was like this is hard to watch but like I'm not the only one <laughs> like, oh. and uh, yeah was, I, I, I could say anything Maria Bamford but like that one was really I didn't know who she was I wasn't really into stand up at the time yeah. and I was just like oh shit and this Lee, is Lee Dynamite connected her to a wide uh, audience yeah. Yeah. far beyond just stand up yeah. like, her stand up audience was what it was but that really brought her a whole new mm-hmm. I'm just getting in closer. You're really getting the line is getting small. It's the end of the show. <laughs> I know it's the end of the show, but there's questions left. Uh, Raquel, piece I, of media that was like formative or inspiring, or I think uh, it would be Doctor Katz. Oh, nice. Deep cut. I yeah, I really got into it when I was like 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. I was on uh, like cable TV in Spain. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know these were stand-up comedians mm-hmm. doing uh, sets, but yeah. I was just I just loved it, mm-hmm. and that was probably the the show that made me really get into stand-up comedy and appreciate the did humor. Did you ever watch home movies? Because it was a lot of the, it was more more scripted than Doctor Katz, but it was from the same a lot of the same creative forces from Dr. Katz went into home movies. I did not. Right, I'll so have th- to check it you out. You, if you like Dr. Katz, I think you would like home movies. Again, because like I said, it's a lot of the same creative people went from one to the other. Cool. Thanks for the recommendation. Uh, question number four. So we had, um, apparently there's only a couple of podcast guests in the city and else, but there's one of them. Because mm-hmm. uh, we had Abby and Michelle on mm-hmm. from Lawn Laughs, and you just did Abby's show. I did, yeah. Well, or, or did it a while ago, but your episode just came out. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they want to know, um, who was your boy band crush? So, and, it, and, and, and this came out because of the fact that Michelle... Did not know who the Backstreet Boys were. What? And she, she, her and Abby are like best friends. Right. Well, like she knew they existed, but then like she, in the moment of the show, decided that she would have been like a Kevin girl. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I kind of liked Kevin. Yeah. Like, but thought, anyway, yeah. so that that was the that was how we got to the question in the episode was we were like, like who would you go for? So just to spread it out. So even if you don't necessarily have one, mm-hmm. like Michelle developed or not developed, but like decided on one to be like okay i'll pick one if i, I have mean, to i've given two answers to everything and like uh, as a bisexual <laughs> person i feel like i really have to represent right now uh mm. i wasn't super i guess in boy band girl band i yeah. mean like but like one of those pre okay boy band was how we got there but i, yeah, I would say yeah. like a prefab pop band is fine so you can you can grab a spice girl if that's i wasn't where you're at. super into either of the boy bands but i did like jc shazay J.C. Shazay? Yeah. Yeah. Raquel has my exact facial expression. Okay. What now? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. From NSYNC? He's so much... He's the one from NSYNC. He's... J.C.? J.C. from NSYNC. I only know two people in oh, NSYNC. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. There's okay. Justin. There's Joey. Okay. Yes. Lance. Chris Kirkpatrick. There's JC five? Was, NSYNC? JC, I was, there was JC was the other handsome one. 
Who's the first handsome one? I mean, just, uh, Justin Timberlake's a piece of shit. Not really handsome, though. I He's not say, handsome. I wouldn't say Lance handsome. Lance Bass is handsome. Anyway, but JC. Yeah, I was going to anyway. say Lance is more handsome than Justin. Yeah. Ju- Justin's like kind of a, like a pretty guy. Like not, He's not a handsome Yeah, man. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then Spice Girls, obviously, fucking Jerry Hallowell. I think I think Jerry Hallowell is responsible for a lot of people around my age group having a thing for redheads. Oh. And, uh, yeah. I was Definitely. I liked Scary Spice a lot. She seemed fun. She seemed like the best pu- the best to party with. Yeah. Like I was always like Mel B. I think is the best to party with. Yeah, she seems cool. I mean, they're yeah. all yeah. They all seem pretty cool. Yeah. But I was like in my mind, like a naughty like I was like Mel. Yeah, like Mel B. Would be the one I'd be like. Yeah. Like it'd be like three four o'clock in the morning, and she would know where to go next. And I'd be like, I'm going with you, girl. I think, yeah. I think, like, <laughs> just thinking in terms of, like, Mel C would be like, I like, need to go to bed and work out tomorrow. I'd be yeah. like, get out of here. Baby would be like, I left after dinner. Posh also. Yeah. And then I think Jerry would also have probably gone home kind of early. I think Mel B's just, like, down to party. She can hang. Yeah. She could hang. She'd be a good time. I feel time. like She'd as a at. kid, like, watching the Spice Girls and stuff, like, I had never really seen a woman be kind of, like, overtly sexual. Okay. Like, and also, no, I am thinking back to childhood girl crushes, and it is, like, Jessica Rabbit, Ariel the Little Mermaid. So I think I just have a thing for red-headed women. Got it. Um, Cartoon or real. Yeah. yeah, So I think, uh, yeah, Jerry. Raquel, pop pop band crush? The thing is that I was always insufferable as a kid. Okay. So... uh, You're like Nick Cave. (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah. Ca- oh, ca- <laughs> like Enya. <laughs> I think when I was 12 or 13, I had like this uh, huge crush on Nina Persson, singer of the Swedish band The Cardigans. Oh, oh shit, that's oh yeah. I could see that. That's a I was good obsessed. One. Like, yeah. Like Loveful and yeah. favorite game. Yeah. So, like, but like yeah, when I was twelve yeah, and thirteen, yeah. I was like buying all the albums, the, the B sides compilation, and all of that. She was like, and yeah, she, she seemed is. like extremely charismatic. Yeah. yeah. Like very like like had a had a lot of mystery in her face, yeah. kind of yeah. like a little like what's like there's more to her than yeah. than you would like just say. Even though it was largely like pop kind of dance music, she was giving off a lot. No, of cardigans are great. Yeah. Good answer. That was really good. Uh, what's question five, Chris? Well, uh, what would you like both you have to come up with a question together you can talk it out. to our future guests <laughs> and we would answer intermediately. Yeah. I have I have a, an idea for one. If you have a better question. No, I'm You can work it out. You can work yeah, it out. Yeah, we can, can work it workshop out. Workshop it. Workshop. Yeah, workshop. like I was thinking <laughs> if you had a friend going to Costco, what would you get them to work <laughs> <out> for you? <laughs> would you yes. require money from them? Um, <laughs> yes. What if you have a Costco membership? What 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 to ask for your friend at Costco? Yeah, what would you get from your friend at Costco? Okay, look, they have these ciabatta buns. It's like eighteen buns. They're like five dollars. They're if you reheat them, it's the best bread you ever had in your life. Like it's like the cheapest thing. That's like the really the best deal at Costco is like their their uh, bakery section. Mm-hmm. Everything there, anything from there. Also, a jury, and depends on the season, like Panettone season's coming, because Christmas oh. is coming, what up? You're like, give um, me Costco amounts of Panettone. I did that last year, remember that my Panettone series? Mm-hmm. I remember, that was from Costco? Hmm? Uh, that, that was, was sponsored Costco. by Costco. Well, not sponsored, I had to give them all the money that they needed. <laughs> it was effectively sponsored by Costco. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have to give, it, cause, because it, w- because it, was ju- it just happened, uh, Ines and Amanda 
came up to the cabin this weekend, and we were going to Costco. And we said, like, do you want a Costco amount of anything? And Ines answered, uh, work ethic and motiva- motivation. <laughs> she was nice. like, if, if you could get me a Costco amount of work ethic and motivation, I would greatly appreciate it. And I was like, they're, all, they're always all out. All out. Fresh they're out. always Fresh all out. out. Uh, no, if I don't have a Costco membership, I'm 100% asking you to get me Costco cereal. Like, I'm mm. like, give me a box, like a one kilogram box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, please. That's my, like, 100. My now, also, that they sell pretty cheap Moretti. Also, a case of Moretti. Cheap cereal, case of Moretti. That's what I want at Costco. Outside of, uh, outside of uh, the delicious cured meats. <laughs> Not curated. Cured. Not curated. <laughs> uh, I mean, curated by Costco. Curated cured it's meats. What else, what else can we get you at Costco? A Costco uh, staple. Kirkland brand. Kirkland signature. I'll go with this cheese. The cheese, oh, yeah, the cheese is very good. There was Large like a, quantities of yeah. it. Yes. There was a huge bag of Gouda curd cheese the last time I went there. And it was like lactose-free, which is good for me. Uh, and I was just like, yes, this is the biggest bag of curd cheese. Like an enormous, I don't even know if a kilogram seems too much. But it was like the price of like the tiny bag of curd mm-hmm. cheese at the Depener, but was a giant bag. And I was like, yes. When I lived Hi, in Mr. Costco. Please sponsor yeah. this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Send us some cheese curds. Well, when I lived in uh, Daegu, South Korea, that was the only place we could get cheese. Was it Costco? It was Costco. Oh. There was a they Costco. Had Costco like, they had like one in Daegu. It was weird. Huh. Uh, I'm sure they have more now. There's a military base there. Is there a lot of whites in Daegu? Yeah, because there's, yeah, there's an they American. They call them expats. <laughs> I'm calling them whites because it's funny. <laughs> Colonizers. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> there's an American military base, it, so it's, uh, yeah. It even sounds like they named the city because it's, uh, there's going to be a lot of white people in here. Let's give them something easy to pronounce, huh? <laughs> uh, all right, so, Lady <laughs> That's Fest. A good joke. Fuck Montreal. <laughs> 2022 is good. It was good. I liked it. I just was trying to wrap up. Lady Fest 2022, what else is, when is it run? What are the dates? Are there other things you guys are excited about? Uh, yeah, um. so Lady Fest starts on the 13th with Stand Up St. Henry, mm-hmm. and then the 14th is uh, Tales of Gen- Gender Affirmation, 15th is uh, Battle of Wits, and They Go Low, We Go Laugh, mm-hmm. run by Sarah Maliga, which is an excellent show, mm-hmm. and then the final day is a uh, drag show and dance party. Oh. And all of the events except for Stand Up St. Henry are at, uh, at the Diving Bell Social Club. Stand Up mm-hmm. St. Henry is, as always, at Montreal Improv in St. Henry. Very exciting. Nice, nice, nice. And it's going to be amazing. It's going to be really And fun. I'll give it just a, a shout out to my good friend Mariana, who I asked to be on the show, and she was like, nope, too busy. Uh, but yeah, no, Mariana Vial, who's also a friend of the show, is also. Is oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 it's doing doing a bunch of like organizational organizational stuff. I've been friends with her for like twenty plus. And years. there's a sketch comedy show as well yeah, that yeah, I did. Yeah, forget like about. You know, uh, for the listeners, just go to the, the f- Facebook page of yeah, Lady Fest. Lady Fest All the info is there. Many many good shows. I'm looking at this, yeah, there's a, there's a ton of stuff. I'm looking at like the drag shows, uh, Mythos, a cabaret yeah, Mythos. of weird yeah, and wonderful drag. That's going to be September 16th. Battle of Wits, September so that's 15th. Really, that's not part of the thing. Talk Tales of Gender Affirmation, as you said, two shows. 8.30 and 10 o'clock on September 14th. The Dance Party, September 16th at the Diving Bell with Isabo and Juice. Uh, yeah. It's Lady Fest presents an improv sketch and comedy show, This and That, on this September, and that, and that's September 14th. That's like the early show at Diving Bell. 
It's a whole lady festival. A everybody. whole festival. And Do yeah, ladies. for the most part, uh, most part at Diving Bell, but obviously Stand Up St. Henry Lady Fest edition is in St. Henry and not yeah. at the Diving Bell because that's not in St. Henry. Anything else you want to plug, Chris? You got anything coming up you want to shout out? I'm headlining uh, the new Bob and Zazu in the West Island, September 10th, hey. which is launching a series of shows out there. Nice. And uh, I'll be, you know, uh, around uh, for other things. For Whatever other things. you need, call me. Call them up. Call if you need a. If it's never too early to book your holiday party. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that those are our ads for the show. Yeah, uh, never so, too. So you call got a Chris five one four nine two seven listen. zero five nine zero. I can bring a team to your house. Uh, you want you want you, you want Halloween. You want Thanksgiving. You want. I'm specifically looking for December big money project. Yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. are you gonna say no to a good Thanksgiving gig? They don't need to, they don't need to know that, Keith. Listen, I'm just People saying. People don't need to know that. The price could be right <laughs> if the price is right. Just give us a call if you but want. I'm not going to – I don't want to put words in his mouth, but there may be a three-holiday pack, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, there absolutely won't be. <laughs> Are you sure? No, we do that individually, bro. Oh. So we get that ad hoc request money. Yeah, but if someone, if someone says and has the – again, I'm, I'm, not like, I'm not saying the price. Someone says, Chris Vendito, I have a proposal for you. An absurd <laughs> amount of money, but you got to do all three holidays. You're not gonna. You're gonna say no to that. Depends on who's doing. The That's what I'm saying. Of the money, you know. That's if, what I'm if saying. The, if the Saudis came and said, if, start the comedy live tour. Yeah, exactly. That's it. You want you want to have the world's greatest Baba and Zazu uh, show in uh, in. in <laughs> shut up! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> it's a good contract uh, for me. Raquel, Elspeth, thank, you, Raquel, thank, you, thank you so you much for coming on the thank show. Thank you so much for having me on. That was awesome. Thank you guys. Thanks and obviously, you check out Lady Quest. Late. I was gonna say Lady Quest. Check out Lady <laughs> Quest. Also Lady Quest. Dum dums. Hey there, loyal listener who listens to the show all the way past the closing credits. Um, Thank you for listening to Go Plug Yourself. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, If you enjoy the show, I cannot stress this enough. Please tell people about it. We don't really have a budget for marketing or fancy facebook ads or putting up billboards on the street uh we really have to rely on word of mouth which uh basically means that if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show please uh share it link it uh tell your friends about it say hey there's this show called go plug yourself they talk to montrealers or people that have stuff going on in montreal or uh just people that have stuff to uh promote that we kind of care about we can we can go outside of montreal if we want to um yeah so just tell tell people about the show it's a it's a fun show we we like doing it a lot we've done it for over 200 episodes and uh, it's in large part thanks to support from uh people like you um if you want to support the show at all you can go to uh, patreon.com slash nine to five cc and uh, throw a couple bucks our way it really helps with uh, the hosting fees for the most part we're really not trying to make a profit on this um and also if you want to be a guest on the show or you know someone who might uh, want to be a guest on the show you can uh, contact us either on facebook or on twitter there's a bunch of ways to find us uh, and uh, and let us know and if the scheduling and the timing and everything works out maybe you can be the next person who uh, comes on the show and uh, plugs something a uh, big thank you as always 
to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude who provided our theme songs and of course a thank you to uh, all of the hosts that we have on the show uh, Walter J. Ling who technically retired but still sometimes hosts uh, Christopher Vendito, Lawrence Korber and uh, Ines Anaya uh, all, are all amazing co-hosts and you should support them and their comedy and uh, and all of that. Uh, thank you for listening thank you for choosing Go Blog Yourself uh, as one of your from the millions of podcasts and have a beautiful day Thank you. 905.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.